The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daftet. Today's daf is being studied by the Nishmat of Rabbi Ben Esther. Lua Hashem Tenehenu Begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by the Yosef Ben Sarah, Rahamim Ben Adel, and Sarah Bat Rachel. Enna Referendahem, Enna Referendahem, Enna Referendahem, Enna Referendahem, Enna Amen. We begin today's daf on Chet Amud Bet, right at the beginning of the, right on the bottom line. Amar Rabbi El Azar Haomer Petah Patuah Matsati Neeman Leosra Alav. So this is a sugya uh, where the fellow's coming along and he's claiming in Betin got married. And his claim is Petah Patuach Matsati, which means I found that the entrance was opened. Which means there's two ways really to discern if a betulah is a betulah. One is blood, dam betulim. The other way is that normally the rechem of a betulah is tsar, it's narrow. And therefore the person now when he had the bi'ah, he feels that the petah is not now, he feels it's open. Now, it's not something that's 100% uh, discernible, like blood, but this is his claim. And therefore he's saying that what? She is not a betulah, based on the claim, petah patuah matzati. I found a petah opening that was open. Says that she on the top, the ta'anat damim endi. Right. He doesn't have a claim of blood. He's not saying he didn't see uh, blood. Why, why, why does he have a claim of uh, blood? Just say I didn't see any blood. So that she says a couple of reasons. Kegon, or she's from a certain family that didn't have dam betulim. So that cannot be his claim that I didn't see dam betulim. Because uh, we know she comes from the family that doesn't have dam. Or let's say the cloth, he lost it. So therefore he cannot come along with the ta'ana of that he didn't see blood. So he didn't check the, the, the mapa. He didn't know if there was blood on it or not. So he has no ta'ana of dam. But one thing is for certain that what shepetah patuah matzah that what that he found the petah is indeed patuah. So the Gemara's din is what neeman he is believed leosra alav, which means she is now forbidden to him. Rashi ba'falpi shenadavar ziyachod litbarer ela alpiv. Which is even though you're only relying on his uh, testimony, it's, 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 his, it's his word. However, the Gaben Nafshe Avi Mehman, for himself he's believed, which means he's able, based on his own testimony, to oser his wife on him. That's using the Sivarav Shavya Nafshe and Nafshe Hatichad Isura. He's able to oser something on him. He's being mahmid on himself. However, that she writes about nafsida ketubata lo mehman. But nafsida is, I'm not going to make ketubat. You're not believed to be that. You want to be mehman to be you. Yeah, there's no idea of it. You want to be believed to be you to be osera to you. 
you have an Imanut. But the Gabit Mafsida Kituba and this claim of it, you do not have a Ne'imanut. Now the first question we have to discuss over here is the Khawra, what was the lady's claim over here? Which means this guy's coming along and saying, Petah Patuah Matsati. So the Sha'ira is uh, what did she say? So the majority of the Rishonim learned over here that she was shoteket, which means she kept quiet. Or she came along and she contradicted the Baal. She came along and said, it's wrong. It's not Petah Patuah. Right? She says, I was a Petula at the time that you, uh, you were with me. Now, in this case over here, where he's contradicting her, or she's just keeping quiet, then already she's going to have, he has a Ne'emanu to say that what? She's going to be forbidden on him. However, if let's say she comes along and says, I agree with you. I agree with you. I did not have a uh, bitulin, but I'm telling you, it wasn't because of znut. It was uh, because of uh, some other reason. So therefore, she's agreeing with his uh, um, tana. She's just explaining. You're right. I'm not arguing with you. I didn't have a uh, bitulin over here. You did. You found the petafatu over here. But what? It's because of uh, something else. So in that case over here, the hakamim say we have a classical case of bari v'shem. Which means we have a normal law that says when somebody's claim is a sure claim and somebody's claim is shimme, which is a safik. So the deen is bari shimme, bari adif. Usually take the claim that is more certain. In this case, she's telling you, I know what I am. I know that I'm not a, uh, I wasn't a bitula, and it's for this and this and this. He's coming along and making an ass- he's making an assumption. He's saying, petah patua matzati. I don't know for sure. He feels it, that it was Petah Patua. So in that case, whether he shouldn't even want to say, her ta'ana is like a ta'anat vadai, and his ta'ana is a ta'anat sefik, and therefore she won't even become uh, asura. Which is that case over there, she won't even become asura. So the case we're talking about is, where either she kept quiet, so just his ta'ana over there, or she is contradicting, so therefore he can take his testimony and testimony, each one saying a, 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 a thing. In that case, over there, she's all said. Now we have to understand something else. How does this Sivara work? There's no witnesses here. Comes along and testifies. This is Peta Patwa Matsati. Shavya and Nafsheh Hatikad Isura. That a person is able to be Osir something on him. So there's different Sivarot, how this works. Someone learned the Sivara of Shavya and Nafsheh Hatikad Isura Medin Nedir. So just like a person has the ability to come along and Osir something on himself, Mishon Nedir. I come along and say, I'm Osir this, uh, this drink on me. Right? He's able to say things on him to a nadir. So then when he comes along and says, It's as if he's like making a nadir and saying, What this lady is asu to me. And just like a person is a kawah to be no there, something that's uh, forbidden against him. So therefore, the Sivan of Shavya is mitam nadir. That's the way some of the, uh, the, the, they learn. Others don't Shavya Hatika Nashad Midin. Edut v'ne'emanut, which means the Torah normally believes two witnesses. But two witnesses only the Gabay, when they're testifying to Gabay, somebody else. But when a person's testifying to oser something on his, uh, for, for himself, so this is like dinim mamonot. We have a din in dinim mamonot that says, There's no better testimony when it comes to mamonot, when a guy comes along and says, I owe the money. 
In that case over there, even though he's testifying on himself, it's called Ad Ba'adin. So therefore, to osir on yourself something, like in this case, he's saying, Beta Patua, he's ruining himself. He's saying, I, I, I'm not allowed to go with her. Mm-hmm. So that's the deal of Ad Ba'adin. When a person admits, Kime'a'idim Dameh, therefore, Shavya works midin, Hodad Ba'adin, Kime'a'idim Dameh. Okay, so that's basically the, um, the situation that we're discussing over here. Now, of course, why does she become Asur? Because normally they'll talk to them. Well, let's, let's, go, let's discuss the regular basic laws that we know already. You have a regular case of a lady becomes a sota. What's a sota case? Let's say she went, and we have witnesses, she went with somebody else. She went with somebody else, but in Torah, she's forbidden to the husband. This case of me is a safik sota. Because it's really a safik. We don't know uh, if she went or not. He's claiming pentapadua. So therefore, at worst, or at best, it'll be a safik deoraita. Okay, so everything safik deoraita, the humrah. And therefore, just like if she was a Vadai Sota, she would not be allowed to go back to the husband. So it's a fake Sota as well, she would not be allowed to go back to the husband uh, in that case uh, as well. Okay, now, the, the Gebara says a question. You're telling me that he's Ne'eman, he's Ne'eman, Ve'amai. Ne'eman to say that what? She is a Surah. Why should, why should we be so Mahmir? Sefik sefekahu. Lechaura, I'm able to make what's called a sefik sefekah, which is a double sefik. What's the sefik sefekah? Sefik, tahtav, sefik, and tahtav. First of all, when did she have this znut? The only time she's going to be forbidden to the husband if she had this znut after the irusin. Right? Now, we don't know when she had this nut. Maybe she went with somebody else. Maybe he's right. It is Petapatuah. But who said? Maybe this nut was Lot Tahtav. Not when they were, uh, when, they, when, they were, when she was under him. Which means maybe this nut happened before Irusim. Therefore, on that side, she's not uh, Asura. The Tahtav. Even if you want to say, no, it happened after they got Irusim. Safik be honest. Safik be rason. Maybe it was honest. Now, in the case of honest, we have Peskim the Torah that say, an Anusa is not Asura to a husband. So therefore, normally, when it comes to uh, giving Halakhot, uh, if you have a Safik, let's say in the Torah law, so we say what? Safik the Oraita Lechumra. That's the normal mode of operation. You have a Safik, yeah, I don't care if I have a Safik, it's a Doraita law. Safik the Oraita Lechumra. However, when you have a safik sefik, or you have a double safik, even in the Torah law, you're able to be lenient. Now let's discuss how that works. How does a safik sefik uh, able to be lenient in the Torah law? But we, we have safik the right to the Humrah. So maybe even safik sefik So explanation is like this. A lot of the Rishonim learned that this rule, safik the right of the Humrah, is the Rabbanan. I mean, the law is the who, who told you that we have a safek doraita that you have to be mahmir? Maybe in the Torah, safek doraita, the kula. Maybe the Torah says you only hayab in a vadai case. But in the safek case, you're not hayab. The rabbis came along and they invented a law that said what? Safek doraita, the humrah. Good. So every safek doraita is really a safek in a drabaran. So now you have a safik sifika, which means you have a safik, a regular safik doraita. Good. So for the rule is safik doraita, the humrah. I have another safik. I have a safik if it's a safik doraita. 
So that's already a sefik and a drabanan. Sefik drabanan nekula. So therefore, that's the way a sefik sefika works. The uh, mechanics of it. So the gemara is asking a question. That what? Let the guy come along and say petah patuah. Why are you saying she's uh, asurah him? Let the rabbis use the rules of sefik sefika, and even they will agree with you. You're right. Petah patuah. Me omed that it was tahtav. And even if you want to say it was tahtav, me omed that it was beratzon. Maybe it was beonis. And if it was sefik, uh, sefika, we should say she's a muteret. So Kavzi Kamarad says, you're right. But in two cases, you're not going to have a sefik, sefika. And really the law was coming specifically for these two cases. What are the cases? Lo tzericha be'eshet kohen. Oh. What's the case of Eshet Kohen? Now she says, She'a'ones asurba Hilkach hal-safeku Which means, uh, let's say the guy was a Kohen. Now, you're right, you have one safek. Safek tahtav, safek ena tahtav. Did it happen when she was arusa or before? But once you say it happened, once she was arusa, you have no other safek. Because even if it was an ones, so an ones, an anusaz asurat al-Kohen. So therefore, in a case of a Kohen, you only have one Sefik. So that's the case. We're talking about a Kohen came to the Betin, and he says, Betna patua matzati. You have no Sefik, Sefik. That's only one Sefik. Sefik, you write to the Humrah. Therefore, it's going to be Asus. That's case, uh, case number one. Case number two, the Gemara says, V'iba'et emah. Or not V'iba'et emah. Yeah, V'iba'et emah. Be'eshet Yisrael. I can say the case is talking about a regular Eshet Yisrael. Uchkon de kabil ba abu kedushin pehuta mibad gimel shanim de yom echad. Which means like this. The girl was less than three years old. Now we know that a father has a right to be mekadesh his daughter. Good. So the father went before the girl was even three years old and made the kedushin on the uh, daughter. Good. Now, the chuppah did not take place until when? Until she was a gedola. Meaning until she was 12 years old. Good. Now, in this case over here, you're not going to have a sefik sefika. Why? Because we have a rule like this. That, let's say she had a uh, relation. Let's say she had a uh, bi'ah. Well, the first rule is that any bi'ah that happens before three years old, already the bitulin comes back. Any relation that a girl has before three, the assumption, not the assumption, the fact of it is what? The bitulin will come back. Now, what do you want to say over here? Safik tawad, safik tahtab, safik ina tahtab. Well, you don't have that, uh, you don't have that over here, because bottom line, it had to be tahtab. Because before, there's no, there's no petah over here. And then what, what did it happen? It had to happen when it was, uh, when it was tahtav. And what are you going to say over here? Safek ones or safek uh, lason? So look at Rashi. Rashi says, Pechutam mi bat gimel shanim. Look at the Buddha Matkhir. Pechutam bat gimel shanim. Be'achshavi gedola. Now she's 12 years old. Upetuya pitui ve'eno ones. Which means, once a girl reaches 12, and let's say she does a relation willingly, so that's considered already miratzon. A girl less than 12 years old, even if she does something willingly, we don't consider willingly. Because she she's a ketana, she has no da'at. So even the willingly of a ketana is considered 
אונס. הלקח חד ספק איכה. ספק אונס, ספק רצון. Which is the only ספק you have over here is what? If it was אונס, or if it was רצון. However, אבל ספק תחתיו, ספק אין תחתיו, לקה. Which is you have no ספק if it was... Because if she would have had relations before he, she got engaged, she was less than three years old. The Bitulim would have came back. Less than three years old, it's like putting the finger in the eye. Right? The tear comes out and then the eye goes back to normal. And therefore, so we have no doubt that this B'A was done when? Tachtaf. Because there had to be time. Where's the Betulim? There's no, there's no Betulim over here. She spent up on Tua. If it would have been the Bi'ah before three years old, before he got engaged, you would have seen, damn, something would have been there. Oh, so therefore we have no Safek, for sure it was Tachtav. Oh, so what's your Safek only? Your Safek is, is it Ones or Ratzon? Now you have to say what? That that Safek can only be after she became a Gedola. Because if she was less than uh, Gedola, then, then we know for sure it's Ones. So therefore the case was talking about again. The father married off the girl less than three. Meaning made a Irusin. Right? Now after she made the Irusin, she's uh, uh, three years old. Uh, so therefore we know for sure, now this guy's twelve. But, oh, she's 12, right? He comes and says, Petah Patuah. We say, well, when, when did this happen? So he says, well, for sure it had to happen. Tachtav. Because if it was Jilot Tachtav, that means when she was up to three, it would have came back. Good. So what's my sefek that I just have? It was Tachtav. I just want to know, well, is it honest? Or is it Ratzon? Now again, it has to be that your sefek is only at 12 years old, which you can be get Ola. Because if she was still less than 12 years old, I don't care if it was Bratzon. Bratzon is considered honest. Because she had no da'ab. So therefore, there's one Safek in this case. Therefore, in that case, we're going to say what? Since what Safek? Safek Doraita, the Humla. So the Gemara gives two cases where potentially you have a claim where the guy says, Petah Patuach Ne'eman Ne'osra Alav. Those are the uh, two scenarios. Now, thought over here. Yes, in this case, that what? You could still have a sefek sefeka lakir. How? So he says like this. Why don't you say like this? Let's say you took her at the chupa when she was a gedola, right? So I'll say sefek, that what? She was anusa. And even if you want to say she did it, biratzon, we know that the deen of a ketana that does it biratzon is like honest. Whenever you make a suffix of it's got to be two different uh, situations. Like we were saying, Tahtav, not Tahtav. Honest Ratson. Those are two different Sefekot. But you cannot create a suffix of using the same. Safek. When you hear it, it's the same thing. Safek, honest, safek, rason. Vafidim tamsil omar. Rason. Rason is honest. Because you get on That doesn't work that way. Therefore, you don't have a safek, safek. Good. So comes the Gemara and says, like this. Maika mashmahanam. The Gemara says, what are you teaching me? All this was uh, said from Rabbi Al-Azhar. Rabbi Al-Azhar, what are you teaching me? Tanina. 
I learned this concept already, which means, is your whole Hiddush to tell me that Adam is Ne'eman Le'esor Davar Alav? Is that your Hiddush, that the, the deed of Shavya, that a person has the ability to Osir uh, something on him? If that's your Hiddush, I mean, as I, we know that already, that a person has an Ne'emanut to Osir something on himself. How do we know that? So it says, Talina, Ha'omer Le'isha. Oh, guy tells a lady, Kiddashtich. Okay, he comes along and says, listen, I made Kiddushin to you. And he comes along and says, and there was witnesses, because otherwise there's no Kiddushin, you need witnesses. The guy can't make Kiddushin uh, in private, you got to have witnesses. Where the witnesses? The witnesses are in Medina Tayyam. The witnesses went uh, far away, but I'm saying that what, there were witnesses there, and this lady over there I made a Kiddushin to. What's the deen? Vihi Omer to Kiddushtani. She comes along and says, what are you talking about? I never made a Kiddushin to this guy. What's the deen? He muteret bikrobav. She's saying, I'm not Mikudesh to this guy. Therefore, she would be permissible to marry this guy's relatives. For example, she can marry this guy's father. She can marry this guy's brother. She's saying, I was never married to the guy. Vehu asur bikrobotea. But he's asur on her relatives. Why? Because Shabiyah Nafsheh. He's saying, listen, I was married to you. I made a Kiddushin to you. If we cannot marry a mother, cannot marry a sister, Bihayya, which is the regular laws. So what do you see over here? The deed of Shabiyah Nafsheh. So the Bir Azar. What are you coming to teach you? It says in a Mishnah, uh, Masikat Kiddushin. I would have thought like this. Hatam Devadai Kimle. In the case of Kiddushin, you know why it's Ne'eman to Osir? Because it's a Vadai. He's saying, with certainty, listen, I'm telling you, uh, I was Bekudesh to, to you. I was Bekudash to you. I'm finished. So therefore, you are to me. However, Over here again, he's claiming Petah Patuah. But the way that she learns over here, let's say we're talking about a guy who never had a Bi'ah before. What does he know what Petah Patuah is, what Petah not Patuah is? He's not uh, a Baki uh, in this case. He's not an expert that he knows exactly 100% what, what he's supposed to feel. Is it Patuah? Is it not Patuah? So then it's not 100% uh, certain. I certain what it is. Listen, I know for a fact. I gave you a ring and I said that I'm the condition. You found a witness. There's no suffix in my mind. In this case, over here, he's coming to say, Petah Patuah Matsati. Who knows? Well, how do you know what Petah Patuah is? Maybe it wasn't Patuah. You, you, that, that's your opinion. You're not a Baki. So I would have thought maybe in that case, he doesn't have a ne'emanut kamash ma'lan that what even in such a case if he believes it and he's saying that this is what it is he's going to have a ne'emanut as well look at Rashi Rashi says aval hacha ema mitokshe panui haya atay is a panui he was a bachelor he never was with a isha ve'eno baki he's not an expert he don't know anything mekam hu delo kimle he doesn't know I might think what? Maybe she doesn't become a surtim, a suratim. Kamash ma'alan, that what? Even in such a game where he's, it's like a safik, and that's such a strong ta'ana, still, it's going to be, as soon we say the semana of Shavya. So the Mila Hazar stretched the deen of Shavya. Not only in the case of a vadai, he comes over and says, listen, I, was, uh, I made Kiddushin to you. There is not uh, misaffect. That already we can, we can put that uh, claim in, in, in his court. Because he knows what he's doing. Even in the case of here where it's like a quasi-claim, where you can argue and say, he don't know what he's talking about, Petah Patua. Still, he has a Ne'emanut. Okay, Shabia. And therefore we say, Shabia, 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 Shabia
comes the Gemara now and asks a question. Did Rabbi Hazar say such a thing? That a person himself can be believed? Meaning that if a lady has znut, when she's married, that she's going to come forbidden to the husband in such a claim? Why? There's only one way a lady can become forbidden to her husband. You got to go through the process of a sotah. And the process of sotah, there's a procedure. First, there needs to be a kinui. That means the husband says in front of two witnesses, she, He warns his wife, I don't want you to be secluded with so and so. And he identifies the guy. Then two other witnesses come along and say, We saw that she indeed was secluded. Then the Torah says, Even if one witness comes after that, because you have already circumstantial evidence, you have two on the kinui, two on the seclusion, even if one guy comes along and says, Listen, I saw that uh, she went with the guy. So in that case over there, the Torah says what? She's asura to the husband. But where's the kinui state out there? Which you, 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 you have, you have a, a certain protocol of it to, to say the lady on the husband. Here, just a guy coming along and saying, uh, yeah, she, uh, she went uh, with, uh, with, with the peta patuah batsati. Where's that coming? I mean, I understand you have one sefik and all that stuff, but to say the lady on uh, the husband, you need kinui, you need stirah, you, you, you need to go through the system. And the Gemara goes further. And... According to the story that happened, what's the story that happened? The story with uh, David and Bathsheba. Which means, what's the story of David and Bathsheba? Which means, over there, in that case, over there, Bathsheba did not become forbidden to David. Why? Because she didn't have kinui and you didn't have stilat. Let's go to review the story of Bathsheba very quickly. Bathsheba was married to a fellow called Uriah Haiti. Uriah Haiti went out to war, and David went with his wife. Remember what? We still see that David ended up marrying Bathsheba. They didn't know said Why? Because there was no uh, kinui. Which means Uriah didn't make a kinui and say, and all that stuff over there. So you see, it works with, uh, works with the rules. So Gabra says, hold it. Vitispira maase shaya bikinui vistirava. The Gabra says, do you think that the Bil Azar made such a uh, statement? Why? You want to tell me that from the Maasev, David and Bathsheba, that we learn what? That she doesn't become forbidden to the husband unless she have a Kirusira. So they come along and said, Which means, do you think that there was a Kinui in Stira in the story of David and Bathsheba? Which means it doesn't say anywhere that there was a Kinui and a Stira, which means the Gebra's Mashma. Listen, I'm going to repeat the question to you so you understand clearer. What the Gemara says, you need a Kinoinishtira, like the story of David and Bathsheba. Mashma, that's a classic case of, we had a Kinoinishtira. I'm repeating the question differently the way I said it. You understand I'm saying the question now? You need a Kinoinishtira, like the Maaseshaya. We read the story in the Navi of David and Bathsheba. There was no Kinoin and there was no Stira in that episode. And the Gemara says, Mi asarua? On the contrary. 
You're telling me what? Yeah, like the story that happened. What? There was a Kurishida? Good. If there was Kurishida, I come there and said, on David. So therefore, your Ma'asishaya is not a good proof. Which is not only there wasn't a Kurishida, but according to you, where you say there was a Kurishida, she wasn't a Surat, she wasn't a Surat to David. And normally the deed is right to make Kurishida, she's a Surat not only to the husband, she's a Surat to the, to the, to the, to the So therefore, what is this word, Ma'asishaya? That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, Ala kasha. No question. Hachi ka'amar. Ena isha ne'esra al ba'ala ela al eske kinui ustira mi ma'ase shehaya. De lo ava kinui ustira ve lo etzera. Good. We're proving you that what? That a lady only becomes asura bikinui ustira from the story of David and Bathsheba. Meaning, since there was no kinui in stira by the story of David and Bathsheba, she's only added into one his wife. And she, she what? She was permitted to stay with David. So you see what? Kinui in stira is, is vital to say the lady against her husband. And subsequently, once the lady becomes forbidden against her husband, she's forbidden to the boyer. There's two people that she becomes forbidden to. Once already that we said that she can't go back to her husband, she becomes forbidden to the boyer itself. Now we know in the story of Uriah, she was able to remain with David. That means what? She must have been permissible not only to David, but she was permissible really to Uriah both ways. Why? Because there was no kinui, there was no stira, it's nothing. So we're back to the Bil Azar. I repeat the question. You're coming with a Hadush. Guy shows up in Betin Petah Fatuah Matsati. Alright? I saw there was no opening. Oh, we come along and say, Ne'eman Ne'osra'alav. Ne'eman Ne'osra'alav? Where do you see this rule over here? The only case we see that the lady becomes forbidden to the husband if you go through the process. A kinu, yastiran, followed by a witness. There was no witness, so it's the guy's word. So where do you get your law to be, Azar? Yeah? So comes the Gibran says. Mikol makom kasha, we still have a question. Kinu, yastiran. Kinu, yastiran, yeah. Petah Patuah, lo, but Petah Patuah is not. So Gibbara comes along and says, like this. Vilitamech, according to you. Kinui vestira in. Edim lo? How far do you want to go? Let's have two witnesses that come along and say, I saw this lady, Kibitznut. You can also say Edim is not good. We know there's nothing stronger than two witnesses. So you, you're being very literal when you come along and tell me, Oh yeah, so I'll make another diuk. And we know that cannot be. We have a pasuk that says, Kimat davar. says you found a, uh, she committed, let's say, an erva. And we have by the laws of Mamonot, it says, Alpi Yakum Davar. There's a famous Gezerah Shavah, Davar Davar, which teaches me, just like by monetary, there's nothing stronger than two witnesses. Alpi Yakum Davar. So too by Arayot, when it says, Kimat Sabah Davar. There's nothing stronger than two witnesses. So what do you tell me? Kinu Yisrael. You don't need Kinu Yisrael. Witnesses uh, work. So the Gemara says that like this. El Ha'chikawan. It means like this. Ena isha ne'esra al ba'ala be'ed ehad. We agree. 
one witness cannot be osed a lady. Ela bishne aidin. Like I told you, davar davar. The kinui ustira afilu beedehad nameh. Kinui ustira do she don't even need two. Even one is good. Let's review why you need one. Because you have circumstantial evidence over here. We call that raglayim the davar. Because already this lady was warned, don't go with this guy. We have two witnesses for that. They, they heard the warning. We have another two witnesses that see the lady was actually secluded with the guy. Now in that case, the Torah says, you only need one witness to say they saw the act. Normally you need two witnesses. But when you have circumstantial, listen, he gave a warning on that guy. And we have witnesses that she was that guy. So now already, since we have backup on the proofs, so if even one witness is going to be believed in that case, Ed Ahad is going to be an Iman in that case. And we have it really from a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, the Ed in Ba. Now normally whenever the Torah says the word Ed, Ed is two witnesses. So the Pasuk is saying, the Ed in Ba, there's no two. How much is there? One. Ed in Ba, there's not two witnesses, Ela one. And what are we saying? She's Tameah. So therefore, we have rules now. Two witnesses in a regular case, with the Kinui and Stira. Even one witness. Mm. Now the Gemara concludes. Rule. When a guy comes along and says, So then already it's considered as if what? It's considered like two Edim. Because he's coming along and saying it. He's saying, listen, I know what, uh, I, know what I felt. And therefore it's considered like he has a deen of two witnesses when he says, Petah Good. So therefore, let's review the question. Gabriel's question was, Ah, you need Kinu Yistira. Gabriel's hold it. You know you don't only need Kinu Yistira. We know that witnesses also suffice. All Kinu Yistira does is, it chops you down from two witnesses to one witness. When a guy comes and says, that's like... Two witnesses, because this guy was the guy. He was uh, with her, and he knows what he felt. And therefore, uh, we're going to come along and say he has a uh, deed. And therefore, he becomes forbidden to the to the, to the lady. Oh, Kabbalah continues. Kabbalah continues. I'll ask a question. Go back to the Batsheva story. Now she writes on the bottom line, Al David, how come they did not oser Batsheva to David? It seems a lot of people knew over here what was going on in the story of David. They knew that David was secluded with her, and therefore she should wait. When you have witnesses, what's the deen? Witnesses, nothing stronger than witnesses. She should have become Asut Uriah. And therefore she should have become Asura to David. And she didn't. So what's the... What are we talking about? I thought you gave the rules of witnesses. So the Gemara answers, Hatam Onesava. Oh. But Sheva was considered honest. David took her against her will. David was the king. David sent his man, go bring me uh, Batsheva to the palace. So therefore it's considered honest. Now, what's the deed of honest? She doesn't become forbidden to the husband. If she doesn't become forbidden to the husband, she doesn't become forbidden to the Bo'il. The only Sibarat to say Asura le Bo'il is only when she's Asura le Ba'al. But if she's not Asura le Ba'al, she's not Asura le Ba'al, but she comes out of court to Rashi, that what? Technically, if the lady was uh, uh, raped, right? 
And now what? She went back to husband because permissible. Now the husband divorced her, she can go with the uh, Arusa. She doesn't become a surat, that's what they did, except Nashi. So therefore there was no problem with that. That means that the Nashi understanding the question, I, but there was witnesses, meaning everybody knew that uh, she went to the there was common knowledge. And therefore, how can you tell me she can go back to uh, Uriah? You're telling me now, it's two winners, nothing stronger. That's it. What they know? They were David, everybody was honest. And then when it's considered an honest, so you have no problem. She go back to Uriah, she go back to Uriah, she stay with David then. That's the way that she understands the question. Look at the bottom of Tosfot. Tosfot says, "Pnei malo asruha, perusha kotras balo otoma asem beadima ba veendere." Tosfot doesn't like this understanding. Why? The nehi di yadual rabbi mava shvi al beto. Yes, we didn't get witnesses. What kind of witnesses did you have? Everybody knew that Bathsheba was in the house with David, but did anybody know what they were doing in there? Which means, for witnesses, you need to see the Gemara says kimahol b'shvoferet. You have to see the the uh, uh, the mascara stick going into the tube. Which means the way the Gemara says, you have to see the actual uh, biyah. So what are you talking about? Yeah, there, there was witness. What kind of witnesses was there? There's no witnesses. Witnesses so lot that that Bachelor went into the house. There's witnesses. They don't know what they were doing in there. Could be they were sitting and talking. So if, uh, what, what do you mean there was witnesses? That's Tosfot's question on Nashi. That's not concerned the witnesses. So Tosfot says, They didn't see the Mahal in the Shavuveret. They didn't see the, the stick in the tube. Yeah. Why do you think they made that Shemesh Mitah for the people? Of course not. The question like this. Oh, you tell me that which is good. So David should have been forbidden to Bathsheba. Why? David knew what he did. Which is, if you tell me there's nothing stronger than when a guy knows Petah that's like two witnesses. So doesn't David now know uh, what he did? David knows that he went with this lady over there. This lady over there was Eshet Ish. And then what's the deal if a guy goes with Eshet Ish? He becomes Shemiritan. So just like you tell me, when a guy comes along and says, Shabiyah, because he knows, so he's like the witnesses, so David should be concerned. Forget about the people. Forget about the people, don't know anything. David himself knew what he did. Therefore, we should say, even though he made Teshuvah after. But bottom line, at the time, Teshuvah is not going to help you go and stay with Eshet Ish. <laughs> she was married. It's not going to help you with that. We're going to Teshuvah in the world. Bottom line, Eshet Ish. Teshuvah says, Dafa Pisha, Asa Teshuvah. Mekol Makom, Ekba. Which is, don't we see that she, that she stayed by him? Yeah. How can she stay by him? Vimaita Asuralo, Loyato Sadiq Lukhalo Leshto. You think the Sadiq would remain married if she was forbidden? So what's the answer? She was Anusa. And then she, since she's Anusa, she doesn't become forbidden even uh, into him. So then we have a fantastic mahluk in Mashivit Tosafot, how to learn the question. Either the question is, you tell me that what you have, when you have witnesses, she becomes Asurat to the Baal, Asurat to the Vu'ayl. She had witnesses, everybody knew the case of Davi. How, how come Davi was able to stay with her? She shouldn't be forbidden. So the Gabriel answered her. She wasn't forbidden to Uriah. Because Davi was honest. It was honest. So since it's an honest, so she's not forbidden to Uriah, she's not forbidden to David. Second, the way Tosfot understands, I forget about the way, you know, there's no witnesses over here. But you had David himself know what he did. And therefore, how did David, who knew, he's not, he's not worse than a guy that says Petah Patuah. He's also one guy, he's coming along and saying, Shavya Nafsheh. So David, knowing what he did, should have what, said, you know what, Hatat Yaviti Pasha, Hatat he did, but he should have said, oh, I can't stay with this lady. But we see what? He married her. Hey, what's going on over here? Hey, the explanation is what? It's honest. 
Therefore, an onus is not a surat uriyah, and therefore she's not a surat uriyah, she doesn't become a surat to David, she's able to stay here married. Kemal gives a different answer. Mi ba'it ima, ki ha'adamar rabbi shumir banachmi amar rabbi yonatan, kola yotse l'milchama, l'milchamet bet David, get kiritut kotev le'ishto. Anybody that used to go out in the times of David and Melech, in the wars, and in the fighting, he would give a divorce to his wife. Now we'll see exactly what type of divorce they would give, but bottom line, the Gemara is coming along to say, before they went out to war, they were divorced. Now, how do you know this? How do you know this Minhag? This Minhag was around way before David. Uh, way before, but it was before David became king. In the time of Shaul Melech. How do we know? There was a war in the time of Shaul, and uh, David's brothers were out there in the war, and Yishai tells David, Yishai is David's father, go out to the battlefield and get an aruva from your brothers. So the Kabbalah says, Ve'et ahicha t'paked shalom. Now go see if your brothers are at peace. Yishai is telling David, he was the youngest, right? Go out to the field, see how your brothers are doing. Ve'et aruvatam tikah. Take from them an aruva. Kabbalah says, my vet arubam tikah. What is this aruvah that they were taking? Tarid of Yosef, devarim amuravim beno lebena. It's the items that are connecting a husband to his wife. Aruvim is like binding or connecting them, which means go to the battlefield and take their kiddushin. How can David take the kiddushin? Get from them a get, so you can go back and be the shaliyah and give it to their wives. So you see what? From already Shaul's time, the custom was that soldiers that went out to war would give their wives again. How do you know? Because Yishai told David, go to your brothers, take their matrimony. How does he take their matrimony? Which means go to them, tell them, listen, uh, Yishai sent me to you, uh, my dear brothers, uh, write a get and uh, I'll deliver to your wives. So therefore David already was accustomed to this from the time of his father. So therefore in his time also when the soldiers went out to war, they gave Gitin. Ah, uh, gave Gitin, comes out what? She was never... She was never married to Uriah. She asked me, oh, what do you mean she become a surah to David? Why should she become a to David? Which is when, when Uriah went out to war, and now David took Bathsheba, they were not married. That is a mahloket. How did this get work? She is mashma, clearly, that it's a retroactive get. Which means, when a guy comes along and says, if I don't show up from the war, so therefore it's going to be a get from now. Now based on this, the way that she learns the story, what happened here? Uriah went to war. He gave his wife a get. In the interim, now how's it work? If I don't show up at the end of the war, so therefore it's a get, it's a get from today. But retroactively. Good, he went out. David in the interim went with her. Now at that point over there, his act is pending. We don't know what's going to be. Uriah came back. Problem. But it's not a problem because the war's not over. So it's still pending. The war's still. He said, if I don't come back at the end of the war, you're still in the middle of a war. So at the end, David sends him back out to the front lines. And now he dies. <laughs> so therefore, the Mahaseh, a second before he dies, the get kicks in. 
retroactively because that's what he says he says if I die the second before I die to get retroactive so therefore it comes out the way that she's learning if it was a retroactive get David I mean he, even though it worked out okay in the end for me at the end but he, he got off <laughs> because uh, if, if Furia comes back it's a Shadish yeah. only because he didn't make it back so therefore but at the time that he did it we call it a risk let's say and that's really Tosfot's question on the way that she understands. And then what Tosfot wants to learn, no, 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 no. the way they gave the get was, it's a get. It's divorced. So therefore there was no she'erad, but she'eva is, uh, is not pending. When David went with her, she was uh, 100% divorced, and therefore it's not a fast It's a mahlokit mishonin. How to get worked in the times of the war? Is it Ma'ashav, um, meaning Ayom now, or is it retroactively if? Okay. The only question is for Rashi, it makes sense. Because there's a Gemara in Baba Metziah that says, Noah lo le'adam shi'ib'ol safek eshet ish, v'shi'albit b'rechavero. And the Gemara is talking about a case of who? David and Melech. It calls the situation of David and Bathsheba safek eshet ish. According to Rashi, we understand it. It's safek eshet ish. It's pending. We don't know what she is. But according to Safot, What's the suffix of it? It's the status of it. The, 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 the gate was a uh, gate. So the thought recognizes that uh, that question uh, over there. So he says, It's not in law. In image, because they didn't give this get in public, they wanted to get their wives back. They didn't give a get in public. Everybody knows that she's free, so they didn't impose. So therefore, it's a fake ishit ish, meaning it's not publicized that there was a divorce over here. That's what means a fake ish. That's a halachic fake ishit ish. From the image, it looks like it's a, it's a, it's a, that's not Tosfot, but as she can learn pashut, because it is. And then the end of Tosfot just comes along and says. This is the last line of that Tosafot. Ulberusha kunteras kashek sat. Ech ba aleha. Lama lo ayayare shema yazor. According to Rashi, why wasn't he scared that she might, he might surface? He might come back. Again, it worked out okay. Because David is Sadiq, and God's not going to let the Sadiq, uh, you know, come, and Abinah is going to come to him. But it's still, according to them, it was a, it was, it was a risk. Comes again, but I continues. Comes again, but I continues. Abar Abaye, Abaye says, Af anan metanina. Which means, we learned this actually in a Mishnah. What did we learn? When a guy comes along and says, Betah patuah matzati, we say what? She becomes a surah. Mm-hmm. Again, when a guy comes to Betin and says, Petah patuah matzati, he has the ability to osir her on him. How do you know? <laughs> Our Mishnah. Betulan nisit liyom harbi'i. What do we say, Betulan? When does she get married? Wednesday. Wednesday bi'ah. We said Wednesday, Wednesday night. And what's the reason? 
Because we don't want him to cool off. Now, what do you mean we don't want him to cool off? Because we want him to come to the bed in the next day when he's still hot. We had to be out Wednesday night. He don't see Betulin over there. He'll come to the bed next day. Now, like a bit, what uh, what subject over here that we don't want him to cool off over here? So the Gemara says, Lemai. Which means like this If we don't want him to cool off Because if he's going to cool off What's going to end up happening? He's going to forget about it And then he's going to end up having to pay her a ketubah Because if he doesn't have a claim on anything So he has to pay a regular ketubah So the Gemara says So let him, let him pay it which means that's his disadvantage. Yeah. Which means if you're saying, you know what, I want him to go Wednesday night so he can go to the bed team Thursday because he might cool off. And if he's going to cool off, he's going to forgive her, like, and let it go. And he's going to owe her a ketubah because she, in his mind, he's forgiving her. So the says, that's what about. It's his problem. Let him pay the ketubah. Which means if this guy wants to pay, I'm not going to make a takana that. She doesn't get the ketubah if the guy comes along and, 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 and nullifies the whole thing. If, but in this case over here, in this case if you're coming over here and saying that the whole reason that you don't want him to get cooled off is because why? Because he's going to end up having to pay her a ketubah if he cools off. That's his problem. Let him pay the ketubah. And what is he doing? We don't want him to cool off. Because in his mind over here, she, she's not uh, betula. Yeah. And therefore, in his mind, what? She went with somebody else after the Erosin. And therefore, what? We want him to not get cooled off because she's forbidden to him. Which means, Udekat Ta'in Ta'ana, and he had a Ta'ana, which is, what did he say the next day in the Betin when he came on Thursday? My love to cut Ta'in Ta'ana, Petah Patuah. He must have came to the Betin on Thursday morning and said, now we go back to the first Mishnah. We never discussed exactly what did the guy say in Betin on Thursday. Now, now, now we're telling what he said. He came along and said, And what's the deen over there? She becomes a surah to the, to the husband. So therefore you see a proof to what? That when a guy comes says, She becomes forbidden to the, to the husband. Now let's let's analyze for a second. Let's analyze for a second. They tell me a bit gets married on Wednesday night. Why? We don't want him to cool down. Because what's gonna happen if he gets married on Thursday, the next betin is Monday. Too long. So now already he's gonna know it on Thursday. He's not gonna find any bit to the so it's going to be nervous, angry that night. But Friday comes, Shabbat comes, Sunday comes. Already she's going to appease him. Okay, don't worry, forget about it. Okay, now I'm not worried he'll pay Ketubah. You want to pay extra money, that's your problem. But I'm worried about he's going to live with a lady. Bezul. Good. So if I, I, I want this guy, when he's hot, he's going to run to Bedin. Right, the only way to do that is let her get married Wednesday. Be out Wednesday night. Now already he's hot. There's no pitulin over here. He's gonna come to Thursday to bed and scream. What is he screaming? Petah patuah matzati. I found the petah patuah over here. And what's the deal of the Mishnah? Asura lebala. So you see the bilazas right. Now let's stop for a second and analyze the language 
of Rashi of our Mishnah back on that bit. Rashi said, if you remember, what's the uh, what, what is this going to accomplish? He's going to go to the baking the next day, and he's going to scream his claims and all that. Well, there's going to be a tumult, and the tumult is going to cause witnesses that know what happened to surface. Oh, so hold it. If already you're talking, witnesses are going to come and surface. So it's not his claim of petah patuah. It's the witnesses. So Rashi, what are you talking about? Which means, what's the Gemara's proof according to Rashi? Rashi already gave me the whole seminar. When a guy comes to Binti, what's going to happen? The tumult. Witness is going to show up. Oh, we saw it. Oh, so it's not his claim. It's just his claim starts the process to get witnesses. So the Gemara's going, oh, you see Petapatua, you believe him. You don't believe the Petapatua, you believe the witnesses. Shayla. So the chat is like this. Chat is like this. Just want to answer this question on Rashi. Let's say chat like this. Let's go slow. Let's go slow. Which case are we talking about when we say Petah Fatuah? It could only be one of two cases. It has to be a case of the Eshet Kohen. Because a regular case where a guy comes along and says, Petah Fatuah, you have a Safek Safekah. Safek Tachtav, Safek Enach Tachtav. Ba'afidum Tumselamah Tachtav. Safek Ones, Safek Latzor. So in a regular case, really, a regular guy, this whole Mishnah that we learned, and all that should not apply to a regular guy. A regular guy, even if he comes into the Bentin on Thursday, get out of here. Get out of here. We have some facts of a guy. I'll take your claim. That's yeah. only the case of Eshet Kohen. Good. But however, the rabbis came along and said, you know what? Look, look. Look, look. We're not like a now. Only Eshet Kohen. Even though you're right, the Tana only applies to Eshet Kohen and the case of the Ketana. But you know what? This guy is going to get married on a Wednesday, this guy is going to get married on a Tuesday. You know what? Keep the deen the same. So Rashi, when he gave his reason, he's just giving the reason for non-Eshet Kohens. In the non-Eshet Kohen case, if there was no shot to become a Surah Rol, the rabbis wouldn't go there in that case. So Rashi's just explaining why the rabbis extended the Isur, to non Eshet Kohen cases. See, because there is a possibility through the tumult of his testimony, witness will surface, and therefore, we have to Therefore, the rabbi said, you know what? Make a case around that case as well. Yeah. So, therefore, the Rashiya, the Amudbet, was explaining why the extension of the, of, 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 of the case. She said, I don't need Rashiya to tell me Eshet Kohen. That's Gemara tells me Eshet Kohen. Yeah. I don't need a case of the time where the father married off when she was a Kitana, and then we have no doubt that it was Tahtam. We just have a Safik, it was honest. Yeah. But that's what it's Gemara says. It's only one Safik. I need Rashi to come and tell me, but why did you go in on all the other ladies? Oh, you know why you go in on other ladies? Because uh, possible when does it come up? Now, if that wasn't a possibility, we wouldn't even go in. We just limit the whole Mishnah to two cases. Two cases. That is very important. Because when you go back to learn our Mishnah, Betulan is you have to really know really the Ikar Tekana is for two ladies. Eshet Kohen and Ketana. Because we are, all of the cases of Mr. Fixifika, Mr. Fixifika, goodbye. I mean, your claim is nothing. But what does she just tell you? Even my other ladies, we're going to end up to this Gezerah. You know why? Because it's possible that through the testimony, two witnesses will surface. Now, two witnesses surface. I'm going to give you a Fixifika, I'm going to give you a Hajjus Fixifika. The bottom line is two witnesses, two witnesses, he's out. And then, since it's Shayach, we're going to go there. Good. So the Gemara is saying, what? We've approved the Rabbi Lazar. You see from our Mishnah, Petah Patua. Asura. Yes. So the Gemara says, no, that's not the case in the Mishnah. The Gemara says, Lo, the Kata'in Ta'anat Damim. 
<laughs> you know what the case of the Mishnah is? He's coming along and he's not saying Petah Patuah. He's coming along, he's bringing the sheet, and he's coming along and saying what? There was no dam. Now, no dam is already a stronger claim. Because he's not coming along and saying, I felt, I didn't feel, who knows what you felt, maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't feel anything. He's coming along, right, we're learning, what's the case of Petah Patuah? He's not coming with a blood claim because either it's from a family that doesn't see blood or he lost uh, the sheet. Uh, so therefore, Petapadua is not the strongest claim because he's not a Baki really. So he's not, you, know, you, know, you know why he's the Iman and Mishnah? He's coming to Thursday in bed and he's coming along and saying, I know Petapadua, Petapadua. Here's the sheet. There's no, there's, no, there's no blood over here. So therefore, look at uh, the sheet. The sheet says, Ta'ana Damin. The Ta'ana Mivurereti. That's a clear Ta'ana. Well, you say he's not an expert. Would have to be an expert for you? He didn't see blood. It is what it is. Other be petah patua emalach lokimle. Be petah patua. You can argue. If you have no idea, you have mamish now. Comes the Gemara goes one step further. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shemuel. Haomer petah patua. Now skip. Good. Haom new point. אמר לי למה שמואל, האומר פתח פתוח מצאתי, נאמן להפסידה כתובתה. He goes a step further. He's not only is פתח פתוח נאמן to אוסר her on him, שאבי הנפשעת חד לסורה, he takes it a step further. He doesn't even have to pay כתובה. Now till this point we said, כתובה, that's money, you don't know for sure. So the Gabbara is going to say a sevara like this. You believe him. He has a strong ne'emanut, even that it shouldn't have to pay the ketubah. Why? Because a lady that went with somebody else, uh, he doesn't have to pay ketubah, she wasn't uh, loyal. What's the reason the Gemara is going to explain? Gemara is going to say because he has a strong reason to be believed, because he just paid all this money for a wedding. <laughs> He's not going to go now and take all the money that he spent and say the whole thing was a waste of time and uh, I'm out. Which means if he's coming along, which he got married Wednesday night. He, not, he spent uh, thousands of dollars to make a Sauda. In Adam Toreya, a guy's not going to toil and spend all that money now, come the next day and say, uh, I didn't find Peta Patua Matsati. Unless he's 100% sure, he wants to protect his investment. At least he wants to be married for a little while, he spent all that money. So therefore, since already he has a strong Ne'emanut, can even take away the ketubah. Now the Gemara explains. Gemara explains the proof. Amar of Yosef, Micah Mashmaalan. What is? Uh, what are you teaching me? Mm. We think it's a hadush, but the Gemara says, "What do you mean? That's we know this already." Why? How do you know this? So the Gemara says, "We know it from a Mishnah later on, that few bit." What does it say? Tanina haochel etzel hamiv bihuda. Guy's eating by his father-in-law's house. In Yehuda. What does it mean his father-in-law's house? Meaning he's uh, engaged. When they're engaged, Irusin. So therefore he's in his uh, father-in-law's house uh, when he's just engaged to his wife. Okay, Irusin. Is anybody else? Okay. Shiloh Be'idim. And uh, he's alone with his wife and there's uh, no witnesses that are around over here. I mean, we don't know. Could be they went together. Eno yakullit on ta'anab bitulin. The guy has no claim. Because you say, well, maybe the guy was with her. I mean, the guy's living in the house with his father-in-law. 
That's going to come along after the wedding. Oh, there's no Petulin. Hey, listen. You were together over here. You have no idea. Who knows? Maybe you, you're the guy. So therefore, he loses his ta'ana of Petulin. Because he could have been he had Yehud with this lady over here. Therefore, Yehoshesh, maybe he was with her. That therefore, um, she wasn't a Petula. You know why she wasn't a Petula? Because you made her a non-Betula. It's because of him. Therefore, she doesn't become Asura to him. And she does not lose Ketubah. So the Yabara says, Bihuda hudelo matzetain. Now this is only in Yehuda. Because in Yehuda, they had that practice. Yehuda was this area where they had that practice where the Hatam would go to the, to the house, right? To the father-in-law. Therefore, they would make Yehud. And therefore, in Yehuda, this claim is not a claim. But if he was in the different place, the Galil, where there's no custom that the Hatans along with the Kala, so he has Ta'ana. Good? Now the Gemara analyzes. Ulemai, which means you told me that in Yehuda he's not the Imam. So the Gemara wants to say like this Ne'eman for what? If you tell me he's not the Imam to Osir his wife to him, which means, why shouldn't he be believed? Which is bottom line, this guy saying, I did not go with her when uh, she was Arusa. So there was Shabia, which means to Osir on him, she should be, he believed even in Yehuda. Because what is he saying? As I'm telling you that she's not a Betula. The Quran because you were with her. I'm not telling you I was not with her. So the Chawra, we should be believed in Yehuda just as much as anywhere else to Osir her on him. Oh, Elalav, what does it mean he's not believed in Yehuda? Lafsida Ketubata. He's not the Iman in Yehuda to take away her Ketubah. Because we'll come along and say, listen, relax, you could be with her, and you're the guy with her, therefore, you're claiming Yehuda, you're not taking away Ketubah. So the Gemara says, Udekata'in Ta'ana. Now, must be the guy in Yehuda, the Ta'ana. What was his Ta'ana that he had? My love, the Katain Ta'ana Petapatua. Which is, he came along, what does he say? He comes along and says, guys, we're in his father's house. Right? He made uh, Yehud. Then he comes along and says, hey, listen, Petapatua Matsati. Petapatua Matsati, we're going to listen. Asura, you cannot go with this lady. Because according to your testimony, you're saying that uh, you weren't a guy, and then she must have run with somebody else. But what? Not Ne'eman de Gabeh. Ketubah. But that's only in Yehuda. Because you have the Yehud factor. But outside of Yehuda, he's believed not only to osir her on him, but he's also believed for the Ketubah. So you see that what? That the statement that we learned from the Yehuda Bar Shemuel, it's It's a Tanayic statement. What was the Yehuda Bar Shemuel statement? Ne'eman, alab, ne'osra, na'inat. But lafsida ketubata. Well, is, is, is that, isn't, isn't that the way we're learning straight over here in the case of Yehuda and yep. uh, Galil? Meaning in Yehuda, he has no claim. In Galil, has a claim. Uh, look at me, what? Le'osra, there should be no difference in Yehuda and Galil. Yeah. The guy claims, listen, well, I'm not the guy. So he's a shavya, and I'm the surah. And there must be the haluk between Yehuda and Galil is what? Ketubah. In Yehuda, you got to pay Ketubah. Because you know, listen, I tell you, you made Yehud, you're, you're a guy. You know, you're not going to have seen a Ketubah in Yehuda. But in Galil, there's no Yehud. The guy comes up and says, it wasn't me, and I wasn't near her. There's no Yehud. Therefore, what's the deen? You believe I even? The Masjid Kedubah. And what's the case talking about? Where he came along and said, Petah Batubah Matzati. Kamala says, no, lo. Tekata in ta'anad tamim. Same answer. 
Maybe the case is talking about, you know why she loses Ketubah? Because he's coming along and claiming Ta'anat Damim. He's coming along and saying, listen, I did not find Dam. Oh, when he comes along and says he doesn't find Dam, right, that's already he knows what he's talking about. That's already a strong Ta'anat tell you they can even be Mefsid her Ketubah. Mashi'eke, when the guy comes along and says, Maybe that's not strong enough to be Mafsid Kitubah. Let's read Rashi. Lo. Let's just read the one before that. My love, the Katrain Tanat, Peta Patua Matsati. We thought that the claim that the guy was Peta Patua, the Afagav, the Enedim, but there's no witnesses. Zevelot, Tana Mukahat, right? It's not such a conclusive. Ela Alea Samhi, relying on him, the Amlin and Ilab de Kushtau. If it wasn't true what he was saying, Lo Ayam Mafsid Saudato. He's not going to lose all the money that he spent for the wedding. Which means, if he didn't like it, he would have divorced her the day before. Why would he spend all that money on the wedding to only ruin it the next day? But in Yehuda, he's not believed. Why? Now, if he, if he made it behind Yerushin, so that she says, no, no, the guy's coming now with amnesia? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going to have to make the guy rasha. Either he forgot that he had a bi'ah, or he'ayraba, or maybe he didn't make a full bi'ah. He just went in a little mitoch bata velo yadash shivet betulim. He didn't realize he broke the betulim. So this guy's not like we want to make the guy rasha. He's coming along and saying, "Hey, listen, I had a fight betulim." Either he forgot he was the guy, or he don't know that he broke it because uh, he didn't think he went in uh, to break it, right? So the Gemara says, "Lo, the damim." The guy's not saying petapatua. The only way he can lose a ketubah, she loses a ketubah if he gives a more conclusive claim. That what? Le'olam emalak b'davashin echol ebarero. If he cannot, it's not conclusive. Meaning petapatua. Eno ne'eman nafsi ketubata. V'dikuyat emanitim da'kin and habe galil matzit ta'in. Aye, but you had a ta'anat. You had a diuk that says in galil she can lose the ketubah. The ta'in tarat davim. Now what's the case? Ugon shayulahem shushbinin. That's the case. You had Shomrim over there. Shishimshu otan velo nasit ona, which is no trickery. What do we say? When you used to get mad in the olden days, you used to have Shomrim. Because otherwise, maybe the guy right after the biyah will take the sheet, throw it in the garbage. Okay? There's no ta'ana. Uh, so this is a clear ta'ana. You know why we know it's clear? There was guards there. Right after the bi'ah, they went in, they inspected, they looked, they checked the guy, he didn't hide anything. So when he's saying no dam, you know there's no dam. Or oh, in that case, where it's conclusive, because you had to show him there and all that stuff, then if I die, then we're not going to be mafsid. Oh, sorry, we are going to be mafsid the ketubah. In Galil. In Galil. But in Yudah, no, because maybe it's the guy. However, when it comes to Petah Patua, you have no idea. Yeah, that you'll be merci di ketubah. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. Amen.